Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Well Nerds Podcast. This is episode 121. My name is Slater, and I'm here with Adam and Caitlin. What's up? Hello. 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 <laughs> oh, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but we saw some whales. You saw yeah. some whales? I saw okay. some whales. Well, let's before we do that, let's do our normal announcements. Get them out of the way. Shay. Slater's Slater's ready. I'm not. Yeah. Caitlin saw the cool stuff. <laughs> I'm going. It's less. her ocean. We just go in it. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> no, that's not. Miss Poseidon. Uh, thank you, everyone, <laughs> for listening to the podcast and supporting us in whatever way, shape, or form that is for you. Whether it's on Patreon.com/slash/WhaleNerds, or by going on a trip or just listening to the podcast or rating and reviewing it, telling someone about it. We appreciate all your support. Uh, and if you want to keep up with what's going on with us, you can do that by listening in or watching what's going on on our website. We've got a blog. We've got a trips page. We've got a shop on there. We've got all kinds of cool stuff. It's thewhalenerds.com. And then uh, you can also follow us on social media. We have Facebook and Instagram is the main ways that we uh, put out updates out into the world and then we also have video versions of our episodes on youtube this will be the 21st one that's publicly available so everything from episode 100 onward and now we can talk about sightings adam you go first okay in santa barbara today i saw like 20 whales nice. 20 whales at the very least like it was so cool like because it's it's been weird like we had a we had a we had a stretch there where it was super calm beautiful weather right and there was like a whale here a whale there and then for the past like two weeks it's been like pumping and there's it's pumping in the west which creates like this nasty oh the the, the weather i thought you said the whale yeah no no no. The, the wind yeah so the weather's been super gnarly and finally it's starting to I think today was like the nicest day we've had in a while. And the rest Don't of the week was Don't hold your breath. Nice. I was just looking at your forecast for the next Were you? week. Yeah. Oh, crap. Did yeah, it change? Yeah. Maybe a little break, but later on after the weekend. Okay. Well, we'll see. <laughs> but um, yeah, we had, we had 20 whales today and it's been pretty consistent for the past week or so. Um, it was so funny. Like we, we left today and we found five humpbacks like two miles from the harbor probably and we were like so stoked but they were all just like those tiny juvenile humpbacks that are just mm-hmm. like they're moving around a lot you know they're not really doing much they are zigzagging oh, all over well. the place yeah you guys know what's up and so we were sitting there and i i saw like a pair of whales after that that were out towards this fog bank and i was like oh, i don't know do you really want to go in the fog to find to look at these things and Devin and I were talking about it and we eventually did and the fog looks super thick, but then when we got there, it broke up and it's, I love when this happens. It's like a scene out of a movie. It like the fog lifts and there's like 15 whales. Mm-hmm. It was like the coolest thing ever. Um, so yeah, a lot of, a lot of whales today, a lot of humpbacks, um, thousands of dolphins, a lot of sea lions, some of our regulars we've been seeing snowflake, um, a couple other whales pacino is one of the whales that we see here um so yeah super good we had there's a lot of juveniles in there but there's also some big adults so we're stoked we're we're stoked for the rest of the week that's for sure 
Nice. Yeah. Oh, and oh, wait. Sorry, excuse me. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> I was ready to go. <laughs> um, the past the past two days we've had um big groups of short beat common dolphins. Mm. Which nice. the entire I think this is I think these past two days are the first time we've seen short beaks all year to the if I recall correctly. Um and short beaks are super cool because they're really acrobatic and um, they're a little bit smaller than long beaks, but we've been seeing long beaks all year. So it was cool to get a couple pods of short beaks in there for sure. That is sick, dude. She, she my video, see my video where two come out of the water and they're like flipping and like, Ooh. that was awesome. <laughs> you, you didn't see it. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I did. Dude. One went this way. Another one like went the opposite way backwards. Yeah, it was cool, man. It's pretty sick. Um, all right, hit me with it. Hold on, let me check my calendar. Okay, so like five days ago, we were still having the lunch feeding down to the south. Um, and it was starting to break up. It got to the point because they were like groups of eight plus. And then that like five days ago became like a couple groups of three that were in different areas. And then it became like just three whales that were feeding left with the sea lions. And then the fog started coming in. And I think that the whales were still around there in groups, but it was really hard to find like a big group, a big aggregation of all the animals because of the fog. Uh, but yeah, that, that kind of broke up, which all the whales ended up heading back out towards the West or Southwest kind of off point Pinos. And then what happened? For like a day and then they were gone. Yeah. Then they left. But that last day, um, there was so much fog though. So three days ago, there was so much fog. Like literally we couldn't even see 25 feet. And so a boat had gone out to the West and got off the deep hole and said that there was unlimited animals out there, um, which I went out there and it kind of wasn't the case, but I did, I did, there was a few spread out humpback whales. And so I found this, <laughs> this humpback whale, and it was headed towards another whale. That, and so it was getting pretty rough. And I was like, I'm going back in the bay. Like this is, it was just not fun anymore. Like, especially to follow yeah. one humpback whale and the direction it was going was taking me further away from home. And so I was just like, all right, this is our last look. It fluked up. And then I saw a whale, like maybe 300 yards away from it. And I called out on the radio. I was like, Hey, uh, to the sanctuary. I was like, there's one more whale up ahead. This whale looks like it's going towards that whale. And there's like some birds up there. I was like, but I'm out of here. So I pull off. And in my head, I saw that whale. And I said, I think that was a, a dorsal fin. But I was like, eh, probably just humpback fluking, weird angle. A lot of like, it was a lot of wind and like swell. And literally, I get like a quarter mile away. And Chase calls me on the phone. He goes, dude, there's killer whales right here. And I was like, I freaking knew it. But I, I had already like, I already you called left. it. No, yeah, I called it. I was like, I'm not going. It wouldn't even, honestly, I don't like. It would have been fun. It wouldn't have been fun. And then on top of that, it was like, as soon as the, it, they found out, it was like everybody from that side of the bay was like right there already. Cause everybody had their own like spread out like whale or dolphins like out in that area. So it was like, yeah. Yeah. You could hear the radio. It was like, I'm here. There's killer whales. And it was like, people were like, can I get on this side? Can I get on that side? I was like, okay. So I was like, You're like Bye. I think I made a good decision. <laughs> I made a good decision because the next morning, well, of course, another pod was seen. So like three or four different pods were seen out there. But another it's pod so was funny. seen coming into the bay and ended up staying all night. The CA-51 stayed all night. And then the next morning, we're exactly in the same spot they were, they were left that evening. And we, I was the third boat on them in the morning, which was super nice because no one was out. It was like pretty glassy. 
then Kate was the fourth or yeah, you guys were the fourth boat pretty mm-hmm. much. Um, and then, yeah, a lot of spy hops. They were spy hopping all over the place. Your video was awesome. Was. Thank you. Yeah. So we had some pretty good action with the C-51s. When I first got there, there was a dead sea lion. It was like a carcass. It was already like torn apart, but like I could see it floating there, but I was still kind of far away. And I swear, Comet or Star, one of the, one of those two picked it up kind of on their head, but then like, or like pushed it. And I was like, dang, I wish I could have got that on video. Yeah. It would have looked cool. But um, yeah, Caitlin, though, freaking, you know, hit it out of the ballpark. <laughs> yeah, just literally. Got the shot of every <laughs> woman orca's dream. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> okay, back. Let's back up this story a little bit uh so saturday i was off and both you and kate cummings called me oh you don't gotta tell them about our day well she saw she had the same thing as you she thought she saw killer whales in soquel and then later that afternoon they were in front of moss landing and she was like why yeah, we so, both made the exact same decision in different yeah. areas of the bay, and we both yeah. definitely saw killer whales and with different yeah. pods. Yeah, yeah. I, I mine was like the two sixteens and liner and jagged or something. Oh, you had those, and then she had the fifty ones or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, nice. I mean, that's what we're assuming because she's like both her and Brian, who was deckhanding, saw like weird light reflection that was probably coming off their fins. Mm-hmm. But they, it was like just windy enough and just far away enough that they couldn't be sure. And then the whales they were with were staying down a long time. So they ended up not having enough time to go explore and investigate. So then they just, you know, kind of like, eh, it seems like it might be killer whales, but we can't say for sure. And they went in and then, yeah, late, like a couple hours later, it was like, they were right there in front of Moss. Isn't it crazy how they just go like months not being seen. And then all of a sudden August rolls around and there's a couple sightings. Well, same yeah. thing last year, same thing last year. Well, We'll talk about that in a second. But okay, anyway, so say. what happened was we we got to the killer whales where Slater was in the morning and we hung out with them for a little while. But then like all the Monterey boats came up too because it was like in the middle of the bay. So and everybody wanted to come look at them and could get there. And sightings have been yeah. too. So yeah, and there hasn't been a whole lot of humpbacks around. I mean, everybody was sharing like solo humpback whales that day. It was oh, really it was pretty yeah. slow, which is crazy also august you have to think caitlin though the reason why they well it had they had gone west they might have found whales but because the killer whales were in monterey bay they had to i mean inside the canyon they had to make the decision to go or towards moss i mean yeah yeah, for sure i mean i don't i'm not i'm not knocking the method like that no i'm just saying they probably couldn't they probably i'm saying that there still could be more whales out there it just that day everybody chose to go there because obviously you would you know yeah there's probably still more humpbacks offshore yeah, I mean, why would you gamble in rough weather when there's killer whales in the middle yeah. of the bay where it's not nearly as rough? No, I, yeah. yeah, exactly. So we were on them for like, I don't know, 30 or 40 minutes. And then we decided to peel off because it was just like a little too too much going on. And we're like, yeah, we'll come back later. Like we have the luxury of coming back later. So we might as well leave and come back. So we went out, we looked at humpbacks and then we came back in and when we got back there, there's only a handful of boats there. And I think they were eating a second sea lion or something. They were eating something and they were very stealthy with the takedown. Like no one really said they, they saw it. I heard Nick at one point say there's a bunch of oil here and I smell blubber, but like no one saw any fanfare. 
So they finish eating Orion and Star like left for five or six minutes. And like you could see him swimming like a couple hundred yards away. And then they came back to the kids that were all finishing the carcass. And then all of a sudden Orion breached and like his penis was all the way out. Like, <laughs> like all the way, all the way out. It was yeah. like, whoa. And then he breached again. And it was still all the way out. And we were like, what the heck just happened? <laughs> like, he was hanging out with legendary. his mom, comes back to all his siblings, and then just lets it fly. And we were like, what the what? frick was going on down there? And you guys had the best view because of the Yeah, he breached. breached like with his belly towards us. Right. Towards yeah. All the yeah. other boats got like the side view or like. Uh, or the back. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like the Seawolf. It was like his back was totally to them until he was going down for the landing because he spun a little bit. You can hear the naturalist. It's like, did you guys see that pink thing? And I grabbed my binoculars as soon as I heard them say that. And I was like, oh, there are small children on that boat. Like real small children. <laughs> well, I was like, I, the first thing I said on mic was, thank goodness we don't have kids on board. <laughs> Everybody kind of chuckled. And then I was like, and that's a boy whale. <laughs> just lost it that's awesome <laughs> oh, that man, like it was like that totally it was like that, crazy that's an epic shot dude like that yeah. that makes up for the missed harbor porpoise shot wouldn't you say caitlin oh i know because i had my camera put away yeah oh for the hey, harbor oh, porpoise they, one yeah we're with like daniel being, being back then the one yeah got, my so. intern meg got it and daniel yeah yeah that happened uh i think when i was on the boat with your friend it breached, but it was like right off the bow. Um, yeah. What's her name? You just saw her in New York. Was it Erica? No. Eva? Yeah. Mm. She was on the boat. We had the hard thing. Um, God, I can't believe it. I knew it. I knew that. I, I was like, because I went in and then I was like scrubbing my boat and then I got home and then Kate texted me a picture and I was like, I'm glad. And then she <laughs> sent me that picture and I'm like, I'm glad your day turned out better than yesterday. And yeah. then I showed Tim and Tim was on the phone with, cause I was leaving the dock, you know, I, I showed <laughs> Tim and then Tim was like, send me that. And then Bill was on the phone with him. And so I sent it to Bill. Oh, they were all talking about so it. So I sent it to Bill was like, text me that Slater. So I texted it to Bill and Bill, <laughs> he's like, I told you Slater. I knew they were here to mate. That's why all the pods are around. They're mate. And they're, he's like. <laughs> with his own siblings and his mother. Yeah, no, but he's like, that's why all the pods are. So we'll get into that, I guess, but. Yeah. So anyways, the whole boat turned into a bunch of middle schoolers the whole rest of the day because, you know, they saw a giant penis and they couldn't contain themselves. And <laughs> then in the afternoon, we caught up with them again and they were booking it south. And um, all the rest of them were too. Coming towards me. Yeah. We left. Yeah. I mean, honestly, Adam, I would look for them over the next couple of days. They might end yeah. up down there. Well, it's um, like the same, like last year when we saw the 39 A's or whatever Slater like whatever, four days later, they show up in yeah. Santa Barbara. So, yeah. So then we left them yeah. like off of like the beginning of this 17 mile drive ish, Pacific Grove Gate, Asilomar area. And the other boats kept going south with them. Um, and it was not very nice weather, but we did catch yeah. them to them in the afternoon. It was funny because as, the, as we were going home, our afternoon passengers, a few people kind of like, we're chatting just with me away from everybody else. And they were like, 
So what happened this morning on your trip? Because like all the passengers were like giggling about something, but then they said they couldn't tell us. And I was like, wow, they actually did a good job of not yeah, spoiling like the trip secret. for you guys. Yeah. And they were like, but oh, what happened? And I explained it to them and they were like, holy moly. <laughs> oh, we saw that with a Rizzo's dolphin on our trip, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Juan, Juan got the video Juan. of it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> He's going walking around telling everyone, you want to watch a porno? Yeah, <laughs> look at the pee-pee. So if you are part of our Patreon, the photos are there in all their glory. If you, oh, you want to see them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I put the first one's blurred. So it's not like. Oh, that's funny. Totally I've seen... in your face. <laughs> but all, the whole sequence is in there. I've seen killer whale dongs before, but I don't think I've ever seen one like that. Like fully, full on. Yeah, there was no, no remorse. question about what you saw. With that encounter it's funny that they breach like that yeah the only t- so it's i was a lot telling- of drag <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i was telling some of the passengers the only time i've ever seen a humpback whale on display like that was when mm. he breached also yeah 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 and then kate said that too she's like that's also the only time i've ever seen a humpback do it is when it breached Makes but like gray though, whales and dolphins, they'll just whip it out down. for anybody. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So, <laughs> yeah, the only oh, other times classic. I've seen mating and seen male killer whales with everything out is like they're belly to belly and rolling around and playing. And then like one of them goes belly up at the surface yeah. enough to like see what's happening. But yeah, yeah. You just, you know, you never know what you're going to see out there. I know, man, that made my day to have them just three miles though from the harbor. Yeah, that was nice. And I was just like, man, if I have to go all the way out there where I got beat up yesterday, it's going to be a sad day. I feel like the 51s do the, do that a lot. It's like they're seen one day and the next day they're right in front of us. Yeah, they're pretty good about sticking around overnight usually. Um, yeah, at, at least here they are. Yeah. And then we did what I will say is despite the lack of humpbacks the last few days we do have more of our like proper summer birds so today i saw more pink-footed cheerwaters today than i've seen combined all season we had storm petrels we had a few albatrosses we had the usual suspects of gulls and sooty shearwaters and pelicans and stuff everywhere but today offshore i was like oh this is like more of the birds I was expecting to see this time of year. So are auklets winter? No, if there's a lot of krill, we'll have auklets all summer. But I haven't but seen a single rhinoceros has... auklet in a while. I think I've seen like one or two in the spring, and there haven't been really any since. Huh. And They're I think I saw some cassins one day, but I also thought I saw some merlets one day. So I don't know. Yeah. Dang. But it was nice to see the pink footed shearwaters and the storm petrels today. That was for sure. Even JJ, I don't I think. Sa- oh, go ahead. Oh, you go. It's funny because on the radio, I said, I said, it's so weird to me that like one pod goes by or like a bunch of random ones go by and then like C51s are in there. And then it's like, who knows? More could keep coming too. Like yeah. there could be ones that are day behind them. Yeah. It's so weird. I think like in what month was it? June and July, they were all off like the Oregon coast, right? Yeah. Like they was on the news all the time up there. Then later in July, everybody kept reporting them off the Farallons. 
Yep, yep, yep. So like I think they're nearby. Mm-hmm. They just weren't in Monterey. And then they saw them off Davenport in July a couple times off Scott's Creek. Then they went north again, probably. Yeah, and they never came into the bay the whole month. You think they miss us? I don't know. Uh, I mean, Orion sure did. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they're so good, man. They are so chill. We were all able just to chill. Like, literally, we yeah. were able to chill with the them. 51s. I, I feel like the 51s are always good. Yeah, they don't give a hoot about anything. Yeah, they really so, don't. Like, um, if you bothered them, you really would have had to do something horrible. Like, I don't yeah. even know what it would take because they're so tall. They just don't care. Cannonball yeah. on their head. And even then, <laughs> I think they'd be like, what did you do? and then they'd keep going back to what they'd be doing. like oh yeah and then they'd cannibal back they'd, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't yeah they were spy hoppy too yeah the I, little baby was a lot the little baby breached a bunch mm-hmm. a lot of times i got photos. Yeah, it's so look. funny because like the photos i got of it are like the, if it was a big killer whale it would be like this crazy breach Epic, shot, but yeah. it's like <laughs> but it's yeah like, but it's, it's just like, this little <laughs> it's, like, it's like a basically a white-sided dolphin yeah it yeah. is it is that little calf little is still so little i yeah. mean it's very here's cute. what i'll say about star her She's girls little. are tiny, tiny and her boys are massive comet is 50... comet's comet's 11 years old and she's still tiny yeah so star is small too though she's yeah, small she, yeah they kind of are pretty similar yeah her oldest daughter is small Oh, I, well, I mean, I, I think her oldest daughter's her maybe oldest daughter. a little bigger than her, but she's still pretty petite. Comet's very petite. It's Aurora, right? Yeah. Aurora. Um, Ar- Aurora's yeah. the Aurora's... oldest daughter. Dude, that's Aurora so has um, two has... kids, three kids. She has three kids three? now. Yeah. And one of one of Aurora's kids, um, her second one. Oh, maybe she has two. No, because I don't think the first I one think survived. She's had four total. One didn't make it. Yeah, one didn't make it. Yeah. yeah. yeah um, but A2, A2 is called Andy. And Andy is a year younger than Comet, but she's like way bigger. Andy's the one that, that did the backflip for me. Well, whoever 51A has so, been, you know, finding as the fathers of her children. That's yeah. where they're yeah, getting that that's from. That's so annoying. Can we dart some of them? I mean, you want to get a permit. I'll Nobody's really done it. I think they tried to do it in the early 2000s or something, right, but. Dude, if I we shot, like, just shoot, shoot, like, bumper and then shoot, like, liner. Just, you know, check it out. You never know. It could be It would be doors. interesting to, to do all the males. It would be interesting to do all of them. Although, I guess you'd have to do the matriarch of each pod, too, just to see the relatedness. Yeah, see. Like, is how yeah. related are Emma and liner? And. Yeah, they that don't act. They, they're not. Yeah, they're not traveling together right now. It'd be interesting to see if Fifty B really is related to Star, because that was the the guess was Big that Fifty One and Fifty were siblings or something, mm-hmm. and then Fifty B's like their the kid's cousin. That makes sense. I mean, we Fifty uh, B's like always with the Fifty One A's. Yeah, it seems like. Yeah, after his mom died, she, he's always with, pretty much always with her. Wait, who's who's? Although mom? we saw. You know we saw fifty. We saw fifty B on our Waylord trip. Yes. Wait, it's 50, who's who's Richie? Forty nine. Richie's forty nine B. B, and it's interesting because forty nine C used to travel with fifty one A a lot, and now she's like she was with she was she was with fifty B and the one twenty twos on our Waylord trip. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know the 
and this is all based off of like best guesses by citing data over time it's not we don't have a lot of genetic genetic. information to ground truth it so um and all those relationships that seem to be really stable for quite a long time aren't anymore aren't anymore yeah like liner and 50b and 49c yeah yeah so I don't know what happened if a few key whales passed away and now everything's like out the window because like they are pretty matriarchal. And so like 50B definitely changed his relationships when his mom died. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but it's really interesting. What were you guys saying about them showing up in August? Like, what do you think that is mating? No, it's just funny to hear yeah. like the fish, like Bill, like he's just like, you know, my theory is, is that they're all coming down to have a big social event. Like it's just, but we don't know. They could have all been together this whole time. You know, they probably yeah. were right up, up yeah. the coast somewhere. So it's like, probably. and again, just like any of them, how close do they need to be to be together? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they're mm-hmm. like, oh, you're going to be in Big Sur, dude. I'll just be right here in Carmel. Like, you know, like, yeah. I, like I, I think they know where they're all at. Yeah. So then here's I, the yeah, other they interest- tell them the street sign. Like, is it that? Complex. I don't know. Are they like, hey, dude, I'll meet you at Coral Reef Way in like six <laughs> six nights? You know what I mean? Like that's what I don't <laughs> well, get. Well, and they, they give out okay, so then explain stuff. Explain this to me then, Slater. Okay, frostbite was seen off the Farallons in July, right? With jagged. Yep. Jagged was seen off of Point Pinos or whatever two days ago on Saturday. And Frostbite and some of the other siblings were seen off British Columbia this week. Yeah, super cool. How did they negotiate that? Because they're like, bruh, can you watch my cousin? I got to go. And this part of town is pretty rugged. So we don't want them coming down to the Pixar coastline. And then Adam, refresh (laughs) my memory. Is Frostbite Jagged's kid or is it one of the kids' kids? It's one of the kids' kids. Well, it's weird because Jagged is technically 216B. And then 216C, which would be Jagged's sister, Frosty or Frostbite is 216C1. Okay. So it's Jagged's sister's yeah, kid. Are Technically, but who knows? I mean. And we're saying a whole bunch of letters and numbers. Dude. Yeah, exactly. We exactly. are. We are. So <laughs> what I remember about Jagged, like back when I first started working on the Bay, is that she always had a huge family with her. Yeah, it was always really like 11 know the relatedness. whales. It was, yeah, a lot of whales. And it was almost all females and juveniles, which I was yep. like, this is wild. Yep. But yeah, now, like, that's crazy. They're over a thousand miles apart from each other. Well, it's it's interesting, too, because I remember, it must have been 2019, they were seen down in Newport, because they always, they always travel, like, whatever, September, October, they're always seen, like, Newport, and they hang around there, um, and they come back up. Um, but in 2019, they were seen in Newport as like a whole group of 11 whales. And then we saw them October 5th in 2019 and we saw Jagged first and it was just Jagged and one of her juveniles. And I was like, there has to be some other killer whales around here. That little albino one somewhere around here. And then the 51s came in and then like the 138s came in, but then that, that baby albino one never came in. So I think Jagged's reached a point where she has like two kids of her own and she kind of travels with other pods and then 216C kind of does her own thing. So I think it's, they've gotten to a point where that family's too big and they've kind of split off. Yeah. Um, that's just what it seems like. It's just, that's, I mean, I guess you could say that with 51A, we don't know where the heck she is either. She could be over a thousand miles from the 51s also. 
it's yeah. it's funny too because remember last year slater we had um it was like august 9th or something we had those whales off of big sur and then we came back into the bay and there's that other pod there yeah i don't the even same know day. who either of those pods were do you remember it was yeah it was the 39 a's and the 138s the 138s are typically who we see in santa barbara that's who we saw second yeah with it with that sprouting male and then think about it freaking um whatever two weeks later a week later we had the rizzo's dolphin hunt right so i wouldn't be surprised if you guys get another encounter again. yeah that pot's cool I'll i wouldn't be surprised if you guys get another killer whale encounter and then i bet it seems yeah, like august, waves. yeah august it seems to be like really that two to three times a month average or it seems a little clustered and then september october november it can be a lot uh and it's like last coming through last august we had an orca sighting in santa barbara so yeah i just oh. it's just weird they all come in and then they all go out and they all come in well, and they all go out. i have seen elephant seals sleeping in the bay over yeah, had a the last too. two and a half weeks three weeks something like that i've seen them at, at least a couple times a week maybe that's it maybe it's starting i, I don't starting know early. because the one thing is is we don't know because it's a weird summer like you can't tell me it that is this, a weird yeah, it is a weird summer the, this isn't the best humpback summer i've seen Last no, August, well, no, time not here either. Big humpbacks lunch feeding. I we, feel like it's a, out of the months are out of order or something. It's like weird. yeah, they are. It seems like it. Yeah, and on top of that, we did have lunch. Like, don't get me wrong, we had a solid about eleven days of lunch feeding in a row down there. But it's like, and it wasn't. No offense, whales. It weren't you weren't the most coordinated. Okay. No, because it's <laughs> young whales. They're lunching all over. Yeah, the biggest whale in there is like angel wing, and I feel like the only reason those. Bigger whales are here is because they have calves. If they didn't have calves, yeah. I feel like they wouldn't be around here. They'd be out. But then what the... does that mean if they're willing to come into the bay while they're going through like the most energetically taxing part of their cycle? You know I think what I mean? it must be calmer in here and more chill. Maybe yeah. we're just a I don't know. baby I mean... freaking place, man. I don't want that. <laughs> I mean, I guess we got to protect them, but you know what I mean? Like the big whales just, they just do it right. We'll see. I'll I never see this... 14 whales do it again at one time, huh? Or 13. I don't know. Maybe this year will be the year. So. So, yeah. Um, well, do you, do you guys want to cut it here and then? I, th I thought it was on the 16th, but I just, he just messaged me and was like, that's fine. Hey, you did tell me the other day. Minutes. I didn't know what day it was, but no, um, I know. I, I thought this. it was on the 16th. And then it'll start. Well, and then we can edit it and maybe just talk about this. And then next week we can talk about the Kitas or I feel like we have a whole episode right How there. How long have we been doing, Caitlin? Like 30 minutes. We can go for another 15 minutes. It's at six. Okay. Let's just, let's just talk about how long is your Vikita article? Not that long. Okay. Okay, let's I should just say, um, Caitlin transitions in. I don't know where we were now. <laughs> Sorry, I, was, I totally. I, w you, I wish you would have just. Uh, I was gonna write you back in the chat, but all right, ready? Yeah, it's fine. I'll edit it. So we'll see. I don't know. We'll see what happens this rest of the season. I feel like the birds to me is saying that it's not even there yet. Like summer's just starting. Too. Yeah, and there's a lot of bait. I mean, driving around today, there was little bait balls everywhere. So we've we've okay. had a lot of shearwaters here too. So I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's gonna be epic. Fall is gonna be. I epic. hope come out in October. <laughs> <laughs> so
So we're going to talk about something completely different than killer whales um, for this week. Cousins. <laughs> super long, cousins. super long, and super yeah, lost with the lost. reverse <laughs> markings on the eye. Oh, true. <laughs> yeah, they have like little black eyeliner. Uh, we're going to talk about the Kitas because there's an updated paper that just came out, and on Saturday, the twentieth, it's International Save the Vaquita Day. Um, if you want to get involved with the online events, some people are hosting things in their local area. Viva Vaquitas doing like an online day of talks and things. Um, we have talked about Vaquitas before on the podcast in episode 34 and episode 85 is where we covered them the most. Um, there's a new publication that came out in July, late July. So it's pretty much hot off the press called More Vaquita Purposes Survive Than Expected. And there is still a really big collaborative effort being made to track these very endangered porpoises. It's a collaboration between uh, NOAA, Southwest Fishery Science Center, uh, some organizations in Mexico like the Comisión Nacional de Áreas Naturales Protegidas, um, SMRU Consulting, which is actually in the UK, University of St. Andrews, Museo de la Balena y Ciencias del Mar in uh, Mexico, Scripps at UC San Diego, and the Lisa Yang Center for Bioacoustics in New York. So just a little bit of background information. If you haven't listened to those two episodes, vaquitas are the smallest cetacean in the world. They're a little porpoise that's endemic to the upper Gulf of California. And they think they originally numbered somewhere between 2,000 to 5,000. So there never were that many of them. Many, yeah, that's pretty small. And um, the vaquita wow. population has declined really severely the last few decades due to gillnet fishing techniques in their habitat, particularly for shrimp and finfish, especially the highly endangered fish, the totoaba, which is mostly sold for its swim bladder. It's not even really sold for meat. So what's driving the market is um, sending it over across the Pacific to Asia, mostly China, uh, for their swim bladder to be used for like medicinal purposes. And the resumption of the illegal gillnet fishery started up again in 2010. And that's when like the catastrophic decline of vaquitas happened. Hmm. And it is still illegal to fish for Totoaba using gillnets, but that doesn't stop people because the money they can make outweighs the risk. Didn't they just like, I thought they were just like, they, they said basically like, screw it, you go ahead and fish. I thought that I came, mean, something happened. They had, like a, they had a Vaquita, uh, like a Vaquita protection zone, but then they dropped yeah. the rules on that. Yeah. Okay. Well, Something I think like that. that the rules are still written, maybe, but there's no enforcement. They've there's no pulled enforcement. The enforcement. Yeah, they said they're not going to the area. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, <laughs> what I thought was like, kind of like really a twist of the knife was in this paper. There's a picture of a boat tending a gillnet with two vaquitas in the foreground. Dang. I was oh. like, oh, they're right there. Um, so the rate of decline that was estimated for vaquitas in 2017 and 2018 was about 47% per year. And they thought there were less than 20 vaquitas in their 2018 estimate. And this was a combination of visual surveys and acoustic detections that they kind of like figured this out from. But uh, the paper does reflect a little bit of adjusting of the population estimates after reviewing the data over time, especially the acoustic data and trying to figure out 
how to actually estimate number of individuals from the detections. And then the paper also sort of remarks that surveys have become more and more difficult in recent years due to on-water threats from fishermen and cartels and uh, lack of funding and political willpower. And they actually have been having their equipment stolen too. People have been stealing the hydrophones they put out. Oh. I didn't know that. So that's a bummer. But hmm. the current estimate for vaquitas as of the le most recent survey is somewhere between five and 15 individuals, which is showing that the rate of decline that they previously observed is actually slowing down. Is that just because there's so few left? Like it's hard. I think it's to hard. Yeah. Kill like, them in the gill nets. Like <laughs> it's like either those 15, those 15 are going to run into gill nets or they're not, you know, or they're like, just not there. Yeah. Um, there were calves documented in both the 2019 and 2021 visual surveys, which that's pretty incredible that they're still reproducing. It's actually kind of like a sign for hope. That genetic pool must be tiny. So this is what they have to say about that. The low genetic diversity of vaquitas results from this natural rarity. Remember, there's only two to 5,000 total anyway. An yep. examination of the genome suggests purging of deleterious genes has reduced the potential negative effects of inbreeding. So wow. their genetic pool, like even though it's, it. yeah, even though it's small, they right. have good potential. Uh, population viability analysis using these empirical data suggests a high chance of recovery if the Kita bycatch is eliminated, even if only 10 animals remain. And that's Another paper is where they cited this from Robinson et al. At, it was published this year in 2022. So observation of continued calving and observed robust animals is consistent with these genetic results. And too bad we can't like transplant them all like to the San Francisco Bay. I know. Well, yeah, they don't handle people handling yeah, them very we well. I wonder, <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if the calves seen in 2019 were observed as juveniles in 2022 or not. Like, could they, did I they get, know. did they get good enough observations to identify them? They did say they did not get good enough photos for photo ID. Gotcha. But uh, I mean, how long is a vaquita small? Like how, yeah, like, it's how like, long does they wear full size? Yeah. Is a two-year-old the same size as an adult? Like, and how big yeah. is That'd be my guess. a juvenile and an adult? Like, yeah. Yeah, they all look like babies. <laughs> they all look my like guess comet, based or, on harbor porpoise yeah. observations is that they like definitely look like a calf and then all of a sudden look like an adult yeah because you never see them yeah like i don't think i've ever seen a juvenile harbor porpoise i've seen calves and i've seen adults you know i wish they would allow us to get better looks at them because they are here pretty often and we don't ever like you know it's just like there's a little triangle it's gone yeah there were some right in front of Moss Landing for a few days that were pretty good. That's and we saw a calf with one group right out front. Huh. But uh, yeah, I think they probably grow up pretty fast. Would be my guess. Got to go to the San Francisco Bay Bridge and look down. You know. Well, they also don't have a terribly long lifespan. I think it's like twenty or twenty-five years. It's not like super not really. Long. Yeah. Hmm. Like for harbor porpoise, I have no idea for vaquitas, but it's probably pretty so, similar. Despite our best efforts to just Wipe eliminate the the vaquitas. The yeah. They're here. 
and they're still having babies. So like Strong maybe we should suckers. just let them, let them be. All right, here's my theory, or here's my thought. We should just like take like a ten year break and chill, like just ten year, like see what happens. Like, can you imagine how much? See what the oceans do. Yeah. See yeah. what like, dude. I think that if we could like all make a a pack like all right just give it 10 years like think about we'll be like 40 and we're gonna be like damn look what's going on like mm-hmm. that would be so cool just to see what happens in 10 years it's actually not, a like, really interesting interesting thought process like like i bet yeah. a lot could happen in 10 years if we didn't touch shit oh i yeah. agree 100 percent. yeah so imagine that literally 10 years and then everything's rebounded to like astronomical numbers and then we're good for like at least then we can start killing everything again for like 20 <laughs> yeah <years>. exactly <laughs> it's interesting because that They're like see it's fine <laughs> yeah that method has oh, oh no no let's never go back to hunting whales because they do too much for the environment but it's interesting because that idea has been implemented on coral reefs in different places around the world like palau is a good example and like it doesn't even take 10 years it's yeah. amazing how quick it comes back. Well, it's like it's like the Elwa too. Mm-hmm. Like it'll be interesting to see what that looks like in five years, yeah. two years. Imagine if the Lower Snake River dams were breached. Like, I bet you mm-hmm. in a year, salmon would start to rebound astronomically. You know, it's just People like how many eggs they lay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. If you give nature an inch, it takes it a mile. I think that's evident with with whales. You know. Think about it. They were hunted for hundreds of years and then we gave them 20 years and they were back to like good numbers. Yeah. And our slow days here are really good if you actually think about it. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it's not, I'm not worried about our lack of humpback sightings, meaning a lack of humpback whales overall. I just think they found something else nearby. There's just a random movement of anchovies or krill or something that's elsewhere and they're not. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Well, so I just, that's my hope is that people can take this as a sign to like, not give it up, give up the fight for vaquitas because they are a endemic species and iconic species for Mexico. And like, what a bummer if you lost, they only exist there. Like what a bummer if you lost it. So my call to action for people to take away from this episode would be to tell someone about vaquitas this weekend because I'm gonna, still I'm here. gonna tell my friend Slater get a vaquita tattoo tell someone that doesn't know about a vaquita about a vaquita because oh. they are the cutest stinking thing out there they really are I was gonna tell Margo but Margo saw the documentary with us yes so she did all right well thank you for that article Caitlin yeah man what's Way our secret go. whale of the week Vaquita. or Orion's penis? <laughs> now, please don't comment that, that is, on the that Instagram. Is, that is a whale. <laughs> say, that is really. a whale. It's probably as big as a vaquita. It is, dude. It was <laughs> probably as long as a vaquita. Yeah, it is. Maybe just put free Willy. Put free Willy in the comments. Yeah, free Willy. Yeah. Good one. <laughs> free your Willy. <laughs> Wet Willy. Uh, yikes. Okay. Yes. Thank you for listening. <laughs> if you made it this far, appreciate it. Uh, you can follow us on social media, um, whale nerds on pretty much everything. Yep. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you. guys. Bye.